This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. As an independence advocate, we are not ready for independence. We would destroy ourselves because we already are in many ways. Welcome to Range. I'm Amy Westervelt. That was Lanakila Manguel you heard in the intro, but I'm going to let him say his full Hawaiian name so I don't butcher it. Uh, my name is Joshua Lanakila Oka'inaikapono Manguel, born and raised in Honoka'a. There it is. So I've been obsessed with Lanakila for a few years. In fact, I was jabbering to Julia about it way back at the 2015 Podcast Movement Conference. He was one of the most visible leaders of the protests at Mauna Kea on the big island of Hawaii a few years back, and his speeches just really captivated me, especially this one. There's always been opposition. Yeah. But there was a time where our kupuna, they never have that voice. They just went through a hundred years of um, institutionalized racism, where the language is banned. You ban a person's language. You disconnect them from their stories. When their kupuna speak and tell stories, or they hear their pules or their chants, they don't understand it now. Now our chants and our prayers told the history and the knowledge of the places. So if you don't no longer understand the language, you no longer can access that 2,000 years of knowledge that is held in these stories, that are held in the place names. Um, and I know right now, some people's minds, because, well, I'm just saying, uh, if you guys think like the newspaper's right, what does this have to do with TMT? It has everything to do with the construction job of any kind on sacred lands. Okay. Lanakila has also been a staunch supporter of Hawaiian independence for a long time. Some people call this the Hawaiian separatist movement, but Lanakila prefers the term independence. It sounds a little less like they're doing something rebellious or illegal. Like many Native Hawaiians, he believes that the treaty through which Hawaii became a state was illegal, and there's quite a bit of evidence that backs that up. In fact, during Obama's presidency, Hawaiians really hoped that he might right that wrong, especially given that he was born in Hawaii, and his administration came close. Toward the end of 2015, there was a lot of movement toward a solution for Hawaii, but a rift emerged between those who wanted to push for recognition as a sovereign tribe, which would enable Hawaiians to access the various benefits allotted for Native American tribes, and those who wanted to fight for independence. It took me about a year to get an interview with Lanakila, and when I got to the community center he runs in his hometown, Honoka'a, a little fishing village on the eastern side of the Big Island, he was not there. I waited around, we texted a bit, and about 30 minutes later, he let me know I could come back. When I did, he was pounding out traditional cloth on the floor and seemed visibly disinterested in talking to me. At one point, he was loudly hammering on the ground and told me, I need to keep doing this while we talk. I hope that's okay. I'm starting to see a little bit more unification between different groups and stuff. Um, like I myself, I participate. So I knew it might take a bit for him to open up. But when he did, his story was just as fascinating as I'd always thought it would be. 
People usually leave Hawaii out of discussions of the West, but it's the westernmost state, and it has a spirit and character to it that I've always felt deserved more admiration than it gets. For me, when I think of the West, I think of independence, spirit, and warmth, all things that Hawaii and Hawaiians have in spades. So here it is, the range story of Hawaii's fight for independence. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. This episode of Range is sponsored by Audible. Um, I am one of these weirdos who listens to books at like two times the speed so I can read more books. <laughs> I've read or I guess listened to a bunch of great books on Audible in the last few months. I actually did a ton of research for my book by listening to books on Audible. I wanted to make sure that I read kind of all the other books in the same genre as the book that I was writing. And that's a lot of books. So I listened to them when I was driving to pick up my kids or going on walks with my dogs or hiking, all kinds of stuff. It's great for multitasking, but it doesn't take your attention away from the story. It's really, it's a really great way to, to just get in more books. Audible members get a credit every month that's good for any audiobook in the store, regardless of price, and unused credits roll over to the next month. Plus, your books are yours to keep. With Audible, you can go back and re-listen anytime, even if you cancel your membership. Right now, range listeners can start a 30-day trial and get their first audiobook free. Go to audible.com slash range or text range to 500-500. That's audible.com slash range or text range to 500-500. Range is also brought to you today by Casper Mattresses. Casper is a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest one night at a time. Your mattress is maybe the most critical part of getting a good night's sleep. I'm a big, big fan of a good mattress and Casper designs really great ones. The original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amounts of both sink and bounce. Breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night. Casper offers two other mattresses besides its original, the Wave and the Essential. The Wave features a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of your body. The Essential has a streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night. Returns are super easy if you're not satisfied, and mattresses are delivered straight to your door in these incredibly small packages that you're going to wonder how they fit a mattress into. You can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. Get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash range and using the discount code range at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, on with the show.
As we got to talking, I realized that Lana Kila may have been gun shy, not just because I was some Howley coming here to ask him about his culture, but also because his own movement had recently turned on him a bit. Independence and federal recognition. Right. There's this huge between the two. Yeah. And you know, I've I don't support federal recognition because like and because I've learned a it's bit. worked out so well for so many Native Americans. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and for some it has. For some, they've been able to work that system. And they got but you just gotta be I mean, if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it hard. And you work that. And you gotta get your protection set up. So for myself going into it, I had a very strategic and I was open, very open about it. And I, I, I actually got very disheartened afterwards because just so many people just never took the time to even ask like what I did and, uh, and what my efforts and perspective, they were just like this blind hatred just for going. And then so the big one where I got like, is because I voted yes on the document. But that was my agreement with all of those. So if if we put this in. That document that he's talking about is a draft constitution that came out of several meetings and a convention a couple years ago. The constitution was mostly written around the idea of federal recognition. So the fact that Lanakila had voted for it made his team feel like he'd been a traitor to them. But what actually happened was a bit more complicated. He went to the convention to make sure that he could be there to see what was happening and that he could try to include language into any document that would keep any sort of federal recognition move from preempting a push for independence later on. In the past, whenever an indigenous group has made a deal with the federal government for some sort of tribal recognition, they've had to sign something that says they won't go for any sort of independence later on. And that's what Lana Kila wanted to stop. He thinks that he did by making sure that language around that was included in the preamble of the Constitution. Here he is talking about why the preamble was important to him. My thinking with this is one, it is a poly, it's a guard, it's a protection. Should this thing get ratif ratified? It is the document that those seeking, uh, well, after it gets ratified, once a government is set up, this is the, what is needed, our constitution is what is needed in order for the, those who seek federal recognition to push forward. This would be the bump. There's no way the United States would accept that. If the U.S. was to accept it with those terms, and we get federal funds and stuff, and we use them to fund our emancipation, and basically, as there was a provisional government that put in that transition us out of our government into theirs, this is a provisional government to transfer us back. That's how I saw it. Yeah. Other people don't even want to see it. I mean, I just got freaking blackballed when I got home. Of course, there is always the risk that if the government was to form under this document, they could hold a constitutional convention and they could try and change the preamble. But then that's when you were there and you freaking challenge them. Lanakila said that was particularly hurtful after the years of work he'd put in to really gain some momentum in the fight at Mauna Kea. A little backstory on that. Mauna Kea is a sacred place for Hawaiians, but from the 1970s to 1990s, the state gave out various permits to universities that wanted to build telescopes atop it. Because of its height and the clarity around Mauna Kea, it's considered one of the best places in the world to view stars and distant planets. A few years ago, another group wanted to build a new, very large telescope with the purpose of searching for a new habitable planet. Locals said enough is enough, no more building, and they staged protest after protest for months, blocking the road so that construction couldn't start. Lanakila led a lot of those protests. Um, as far as I stand on the mountain, it's not going up. 
period. Lanakila also made a point of telling me many, many times that he is not anti-science. He just feels that all the values of Mauna Kea should be in balance. So far, the Mauna Kea issue is at something of a standstill, although it looks likely that building will move forward. The chair of the state land board says the findings show TMT will not harm the environment, damage historic sites, or interfere with cultural ceremonies. The board says Mauna Kea is not an untouched landscape because it already hosts 12 observatories with several telescopes almost as big as TMT. And that where TMT will be built was never used for traditional Native Hawaiian practices. To the extent that the belief that Mauna Kea is sacred, too sacred to allow large structures, is a religious belief, under the federal and state constitutions, a group's religious beliefs cannot be given veto power over the use of public land. Meanwhile, the debates over independence versus tribal status continue. I hope this story has gotten you as hooked on Hawaii as I am. I happened to live there for a while, and it's just always held a really special place in my mind. If you happen to be lucky enough to go there on vacation, I hope you'll explore a little bit of the history and culture and enjoy Hawaii's independence streak as much as I do. Range is produced and distributed by Critical Frequency. Our music is by David Whited. Original illustrations are drawn for each episode by James Guthman. I'm your host, Amy Westervelt. Starting next episode, I will have a new regular co-host. Her name is Sarah Miller. You might remember her from our recent episode on the DA race in Nevada County. Sarah will be joining me for all of season three, so look out for her. As always, please send a note with any ideas or feedback you have on these episodes to howdy at rangepodcast.org. I look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.